0: If you are willing and able, please consider supporting this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us, help us all, do a little better each day. The link to do so is at the end of the episode description. Thank you in advance for your consideration. Welcome to Better is Better podcast, a show
1: that has conversations we would not typically have on our own. To learn how to be a little bit better in every area of life
0: my name is jennifer and i'm ava this platform is our active effort to acknowledge not only our white privilege but also our able-bodied and able-minded privilege and to learn how to do better Victoria is the founder and owner of Words Wherever. She started Words Wherever a few years back as Words with Vic to practice her calligraphy and inspire women through words and color. Since then, she's grown into Words Wherever, a paper and planner company focused on empowering women with the colorful tools they need. Victoria has synesthesia, so she sees numbers and words as colors. We chat with her about her journey to creating the company and her vision to where it will grow. You can typically find her bopping around New York City to find all the fun colors the city may have, but right now we sit down with Vic for the inside scoop. Hi, Victoria. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am so pumped to pick your brain on all of the things that have to do with your company that you started. Um, but before we get into that, give us some background. Tell us all the things who you are, where you're from, your whole journey. How old you are. Oh, good. Geez, <laughs> Ava, that's uh, inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> no, never know. ask a
2: woman. I was like, never ask a woman her right? age. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> So I'm Victoria. Yeah. I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, my whole life. I went to school in Cleveland and then went to undergrad in Athens, Ohio at Ohio university. And there, that's where I kind of found my love for words and calligraphy. And that's kind of where my journey started. What what did you study at um, OU? I was actually, I was a business undergrad, marketing and management Mm -hmm. uh, double major. So I stayed on the business track. I took when I went to Padua, um, my the high school back up in Cleveland. I, yes, it's where I went to. Yes, I took a few uh, business courses, and I really enjoyed them. I enjoyed the marketing classes. I enjoyed what I learned. I was like, this could be a career path for me. So upon entering OU, I decided to go into um, business and pursue that. And I had some really cool opportunities within the College of Business and just in general with internships. And so throughout that, that journey, that's kind of where I kind of found myself. And then where I started my words journey, which I'll get into in a little bit. But it was during my junior year going to my senior year that I got an internship here in New York City with uh, Ross Dress for Less. It's an off-price retailer.
0: Yeah. And we've got them all over California.
2: Yes. They're huge in California that's where our headquarters is but like in Ohio we just got some in Ohio which was great but no one ever knew what I was talking about when I said oh I work for Ross Ross dress for Less." class so we finally got some so some people recognize it which is exciting so you're in um, New York City now yes so okay I'm what part of New
1: York City do you live in
0: I'm in the Lower East side so
2: uh, I, I lived in
1: sty town so I'm like uh, yeah right
2: there yes, right there oh, so that's close like, that's I a good love- spot it's, it's I'm fun. definitely very partial to the East side. I, it's because yeah. I think I started my journey here. And so I'm like, mm, I'm going to work my way up Lower East side through the East village and just keep going if I can. But but yeah, so I got an internship. I ended up living on the cusp of the Lower East side in Chinatown, kind of. And then I knew, I was like, this is where I need to be. It was my first time ever in New York City, first time experiencing the city. And I fell in love with it. And I really, really love the company as well. So upon offering me a full-time job, I decided to take it, take the leap, move here. And yeah, and I've been here a little. It's going to be two years here soon, so which is kind of crazy to think about. And honestly, it's flown by like that. I feel like I just- That's
0: amazing that you were able to transition into the full-time from having it as an internship. That I mean, that sounds pretty smooth to me. Like a lot of people don't have that. So
2: that's amazing you were able to do that. It was honestly, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. It was like the internship in itself was really, I I really like what I liked about off-price retail and the internship in general was I learned a lot about numbers and data and kind of marketing behind that. And I'm more so a merchandise analyst, which I really am driven by numbers. I'm driven by, I love that side of things. And like kind of how things work, the why behind things. And I was really during the internship, I realized this is what I want to do. Like ultimately, and I do. I have transitioned and changed. Like, I would love to my company, like have that take off and that be my full time job. But right now, it's like it's my baby. It's my partner. Yeah, job. Mm-hmm. my full time job at night. But, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I've worked for them. It was a really cool opportunity to get offered back, and yeah, and I've been there since, and it has been fun. I've had the same manager since I started with, and she's she's great. And I'm that's cool because they kind of see you That'd grow. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah, she brought that up in kind of um, a few touch bases and just where she saw me start and where kind of I am now and how comfortable I've gotten in myself and speaking kind of my mind and in the business. And it's, it's a cool journey to see and for her to see and point out.
0: So you, you, when working for Ross and all these different, you know, areas with going from the internship to the full-time job how did starting a business fit in there?
1: Yeah. When
2: did you like, do that? All.
1: And also are you working from home with COVID? Yes.
2: So I'll let, yeah. So kind of to back it up, it's kind of a long story, but I'll, we've got I'll time. Read, read, we got time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm actually, I think, and this is a very privileged statement to say, and I recognize that, but COVID has been kind of nice. Cause I've had the capabilities of working from home where I know everyone has not have that. But yeah. with that, I've had more time to kind of put like my passions, like bring them up, I guess, with my business and put more time into that. Um, so yeah, I'm actually currently in my roommate's room. I have three other roommates, a three bedroom walk up and one of them is back uh, home on long island and so she has a desk in here so i've kind of taken room and we all kind of share the space um but yeah we've all been working from home since march currently wow. so we're coming up on a year which is kind of crazy oh.
0: but so that takes out the commute time so then that right there adds in like an hour at least yes,
2: yes completely that. And that's one thing I think I love the best. I mean, I love the subway. I loved in the mornings, that would be like my reading time, but now my mornings I've found I've had more motivation to get up earlier. And, and I, my mornings times are more my me time. So I like try mm-hmm. to do yeah. some or meditate, my cup of coffee or tea. I sit down, I read for 30 minutes prior to starting my full-time job at 830. And it's been really great. Cause also on the flip side, if I have a busy morning for words or I know I need to get a few posts out or one. I have just priorities that I want to get done prior to my work day. I can get up a little earlier. I don't feel rushed. I get that stuff done before starting at eight 30 and I don't have to commute anywhere. I can just transfer right. into, I literally just will move my one laptop over and bring my work laptop in. Sometimes they're sitting next to each other, but. I do the same thing. Okay.
0: And like
2: yeah. the, I have three
0: jobs and. Oh, wow. It would never work without COVID because I can so never. seamlessly go back and f- no, it, there, yeah. there would be no way. So I've kind of used that time to maximize all of the things that I can do, you know, with taking out that commute and drive time in the FaceTime. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I love that you, you were able to, to like
1: this, make some.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you,
1: Jen, recently made changes to her schedule because now she's going back in person a little. She's like, I physically can't do it. I can't be in two places at once, and like I have to account yeah. for that time, especially now yep. how far she's driving a couple of days a week. Is it so. a far drive? I know it's been it's been huge. I feel like people, a lot of people, like in your situation, are just able to be so productive if like yeah. able to be, you know, obviously you're used to being your own boss and like knowing how to self motivate and self regulate your schedule. Then you can be yeah. really, really productive, which isn't the case for everybody. But for those of us who that works for, it's it's really nice
2: it's I would agree because yeah it has honestly been nice being able to kind of during my lunch hour when I was in the office I wouldn't be able to kind of transition working on my small business but if I have an exactly. hour hour here, I can just like get up and go like sit in the living room and work on some calligraphy pieces I need to do or ship some orders out and run to USPS and like it's been so so nice and honestly it's been great because I wouldn't have those capabilities. If I was in the office, I wouldn't be able to quickly 15 minutes pack an order if I get it in. And then at the end of the day before the uh, post office closed, run there. And I wouldn't have that. So it has been, it's been nice. And I know I recognize how lucky I am to say that, but I have been, I've been liking it. I I do like the whole work from home thing. Not ready to go Ava
0: and I did a whole episode just on that where we're like, let's acknowledge all
2: of the positives because we hear so much of the negatives all the time. Mm, definitely. Yeah. That's one thing me and my, like, and that goes, I guess back with words and like the whole mindset behind words, but that's so important to me. And I think acknowledging through this whole year, like how tough it's been the bad and the good, yeah. but focusing on that good and the good of um, just the positive. Cause it's been a hard year. And if we're continuously focusing on the negative and I mean, I'm, I'm here to recognize it and I recognize where the negatives lie, but also really trying to hone in on those positives because otherwise it would just be a sad year and it would just be a bleak year. I feel like, mm-hmm. so, you know, yeah. it, and I, I
0: appreciate, appreciate even just the acknowledgement too. just being like, I understand mm-hmm. I'm not, yes. I'm not naive to it. Yeah. However, like we can't sit and sulk and look yes. right. this situation. And I actually benefited from it. Right. And acknowledging,
1: like you said, you're like, I'm in a privileged space where not everyone, like their field of work, they're able to work from home. But it doesn't mean that, like, you can't create something really wonderful out of it for yourself if you have that ability.
2: I completely agree with that statement. Exactly. And that's where it's like yeah, I acknowledge where I am lucky and where I am privileged having this space and having even a job during right. all of this. Yes. totally. With that and having these like more freedom going along with that has been very very great personally for me, and I have been enjoying it. And I kind of want to keep it going on. We'll see. But <laughs> I know we're not talking about going back until probably the fall now. So yeah. I've got a few more months in this in the space, which is which is good to see. But
0: so, where did the idea for words begin? Like, what was that little seed that was planted?
1: Yeah. And so, when, when in this journey did that happen?
2: Kind of start. Well, it's been. I feel like several years kind of leading up to this point. I don't think there was ever just one seed that like stuck in with me. That was like, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. It was kind of things shaped and morphed. And I think ultimately growing up, I've always loved books. I've always loved words. I've been obsessed with planners and calendars and paper. It's always been an obsession of mine. I I would go into a store and walk out with a new journal and I still have a stack of journals that I need to write in. And it's always just been a love of mine.
1: But I actually do too. I have yes. a bunch of blank journals. Believe it or not, I do. They're
2: beautiful. And you can't help yeah. but like see one and you're like, okay, I'll definitely write in this one. This is the one that I'm going to write in. This is gonna be the one that changes it all. And then you end up with like a stack of journals that you'll yeah. you'll hit up eventually. You'll get to them eventually. I'm slowly working through mine, but <laughs> but I do love them. But um Yeah, so a fun fact is, I have always written in cursive since learning in second or third grade. I have always written everything.
0: I do too, for the most part.
2: Yes, I absolutely love it. I never really switched to print. And honestly, it was because I never had that really pretty, beautiful, bubbly print that I felt like all the girls had. Mine was like chicken scratch. So I was like, I'm just going to stick with cursive. I'll just, I'll see this one out. Um, (laughs) And it was actually a study abroad trip my sophomore year of college it was like me and 13 random students, someone asked me like, oh, do you do calligraphy? And at this point it's like, I knew what it was, but I didn't really know anything about it. And I was like, I, I don't know, not really. I just write in cursive. They're like, but your handwriting is really beautiful. And I was like, thank you. That's so, that's so nice. But <laughs> I, uh, I didn't really know anything about calligraphy. And then I was like, maybe I should take a look at this. And it was literally within that week I was in Sicily. I went to a uh, flying tiger Copenhagen. I bought a plane like notebook and markers. And I started just looking up on Pinterest like faux calligraphy and getting into that. And it was like, really, it was really fun. It was enjoyable. And it was on that trip. It was um, in May that I went, it was actually my sister's birthday, May 27th. And I wrote happy birthday Sydney when, and wrote it in calligraphy and took a picture and like sent it to her. It was absolutely horrendous. It was so bad because I just started, it was horrible but I found it was really, it was fun and it was relaxing and moving into my junior year. Cause that was a study abroad trip sophomore going into junior year. Uh, it was a goal of mine to continue doing this. And I've always been told, well, not always, but like throughout college and my college experience, I've always been told, like, if I want to do something, just, you got to start it. You might be absolutely horrible at it. Just start it and stick with, stick with it. So I actually started an Instagram account called Words with Vic, and it was a private Instagram account just for myself, where I held myself accountable for 30 minutes a day, practicing calligraphy, doing it for fun, because with the stresses of college and being in organizations and working, I set aside that, those 30 minutes as just like downtime for myself to keep kind of my mental health going, keep like making sure I was taking a step back from the busy day and making sure those were like 30 minutes for me. So as I started doing this, I had roommates who were like, oh, can we follow it? And I was like, oh, sure. Yeah, whatever. And then I had a few other friends who were like, oh, let's can we follow it? I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> And it was just for fun. And it was just like words that inspired me. And they were all words about like women empowerment and just inspiration and feel good, positive words and stuff that kept me kind of going through the day that I would hope kind of keep other people going through the day. So with that, it kind of started to morph into people asking for custom work. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. I don't know too much about it, but sure. (laughs) So I like looking back on some of those pieces that people bought, like so grateful for them, but those were also very horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, I look at what I produce now, which I granted, I still have a lot of room to grow and learn, but compared to where I was almost now, like, what, four years ago, I was like, oh, wow, people were actually buying those. You actually charge people for that work. Okay. Um, So it was not my best, but again, it comes with growth and learning and just getting started. So from there, it kind of morphed into, um, yeah, like custom work. And then I kind of got that idea around my senior year of college. I was like, it'd be really cool to do my own like paper planners or something along the lines of this. And it was, that was, I think the initial kind of thought, um, where I kind of thought, yeah, this is something I would love to do, but I also didn't know anything about it. I didn't know how to bring it to fruition. So I just kind of let that, let that kind of lie. And that's where also in that process, I got my internship and what's actually funny. This is a side note, so sorry, I'm definitely a talker, (laughs) but, um, it was actually in my internship interview. One of the interviewers asked me if you can look down on Broadway where the company is on the street and you can open up any shop, any type of retail store, what would it be? And without hesitation, I was just like, oh, like paper planners, like something like papyrus or paper source. I'm in love with those type of shops. I can go in and spend hours there without hesitation. And I don't know if that's what they were looking for, but that I look back on that moment and I kind of laugh because now it's actually become real. Like it's small, but it's growing. And yeah, I kind of this dream of opening up a paper planning type of business. Uh, I never thought in a million years I'd do it. But I just look back on that interview moment. I'm like, oh, it's kind of funny. I was like, I think in my gut, I always knew this was something of interest of uh, mine. So from there, yeah, I got the internship and then college kind of got in the way. And I just continued with this Instagram account and made sure I kept posting. And then it kind of morphed into not just calligraphy quotes, but like colors and incorporating street art and just anything I really saw with color, because that's also a very big Thing for me, um, I have uh, synesthesia. I never say that right, but so I basically see words and numbers as colors. So,
0: and it's really? like
2: yes. And I honestly didn't realize. I thought everyone kind of did this until I mentioned it to a friend a few years ago. I was like, "Oh yeah, the number two, you, you see blue, right?" And she was like, "You're what? Are you you crazy?"
0: Wait, I have never Whoa. heard of this in my life.
2: Yeah, and an I
0: am an educational therapist, and I teach. Um, students with learning differences, like for a living. I'm so no let, let's hit pause for a minute. And can yes. you just talk about that?
2: <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, I, and that's where I think the number thing and working with data and everything is an it, of interest of mine is so when I do, when I look at numbers, mostly a lot of it's numbers and like names and some words depending, but I see colors and it's all like different. There's never just like one shade. It's just kind of everything's a little bit different, but in my head, it, everything just kind of has a color that goes along with it. And so what if it's
0: colored though? What if it's like pink ink that says your name?
2: So that's where I feel like in those instances, um, I kind of see that I see, for example, like if I see like the word pig, I automatically think pink, or if I see frog, I think green. So like, you know, that makes sense. Like it goes along, but I still see the word as the color and that goes along with, but if it's just like, um, like the word candle, for example, I see yellow. I don't know why it's just like how the word in my head is like colorized. And that's same with it mostly sticks out for numbers. The biggest thing for me is numbers and names that I see like different colors. Um so, so that's mean, where you I think see work.
1: it on the page as that color or it's like that color comes to mind.
2: That's the it, it like comes to mind. And I know okay. it's like different for everyone. I know a good friend of mine has like the same thing I have and she sees like just words. Her she's not even like she doesn't even see numbers as colors. For her it's strictly just words. And there's like so many different aspects of this. It's like something in the brain, I guess. Uh, I've looked into it a little bit and I guess when I, it's like either like 2% of the population has this little like thing in the wow. brain. And I, which I, I, like I said, I truly thought everyone kind of had this until I mentioned, I saw the number two as the color blue. And my friend was like, what are you talking about? She was so like, have where-
0: you ever been given a Stroop color test where it's um like the color, like it'll say, blue but the font will be green and yeah. you have to read the word. No, I haven't.
2: I've them I've, I've actually those. I've never been given one of those.
0: I do that with um my kids often that have um dyslexia or dysgraphia because it like teaches their brain to focus on just one thing. Oh yeah it's really hard. It's, it's really, really hard. hard. Yeah, that's those, like, interesting. Apps, like those
1: brain apps that I have. What's the one? It's one, like one of the main ones. Peak, like Peak, for instance. Like mm-hmm. they have, it's like one of the games that you play, and then it goes like faster and faster, and you have to like, yeah, you just like be like, oh my dancing, god, I'm like,
2: right or the I'm actual gonna, like, font. break this yeah. down real quick.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty right. sure it's called the Stroop test. Stroop test. I'm gonna have but to. But I use um, I use like colors. Like that for, um, I call it like brain training when I teach, uh, like it'll be when I'm teaching a new kid or not a new kid, but a kid, new words, and it'll be all of the different sight words like and the whatever, but there's a color behind it and they'll have to say like pink, the blue and," and like first acknowledge the color and then do say the word. And it, is something with the left and right side of the brain working together oh, that so helps them remember.
2: That's so interesting. That now I'm going to th- have
0: to investigate this.
2: I would look at it. Cause that's honestly how I used to study. I used to color code everything or like when, Like I just think back to grade school, like history class. I don't know why that sticks with me, but like studying those vocab words of like all the like generals and like things in the 1800 types history, I would always color code everything. Cause when I think of the color, then I would think of the name and then would ultimately think of who it was, but like color, like I thought like, and that goes back with like highlighting and everything. And that's where I think I thought everyone kind of just saw color with what they were doing is because I think everyone was just like, oh, I'm going to highlight this pink today. But in my head, it made sense because it was like, oh, I see these letters and this name is this. Oh, that makes sense why it's blue. And that always helped me study. But it's fascinating. I'm like, I'm very excited about this troop test. I'm going to have to try
0: that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never taken one of those, but so yeah, that's
0: like. afterwards, let me administer one to you.
2: (laughs) I would actually, yeah, I would love that (laughs) because like. I think that's so interesting. I do think color and everything with the mind with that is so interesting. And yeah, I've never taken one. So here for that. I would definitely love to do that. Oh my goodness.
0: So you started incorporating color into your work because of yeah. that. Yeah. And then and then where did you go from there?
2: So yeah, it was. Um, from there, I started, so I started growing the page and I it was still known as Words with Vic. It was just something fun for me to do. And it was actually about, it was October, not this past year, but 2019. I knew I wanted to create a business. That's where I started getting the idea of like, this could be something more. And that's where because I was already a few months into my full-time job. And I knew like as much as I love my full-time job and very grateful for that, I want to do my own thing. And it would be awesome to be an entrepreneur and have my own business. So I actually went to, in October, two years ago, the Create and Cultivate um, Small Little Women-Owned Business. Not small. It's actually really big no, women-owned business. Um, and they had a conference here in New York City. And I went to that, I learned a ton. I at this point knew nothing about anything. And granted, I still know nothing. I mean, I know a little bit. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I've got plenty of time. Yes. I feel like every day I'm learning something new, which is so exciting. But it is it's a cool journey. But at this time I truly didn't know anything. I just knew I had this idea of starting a business. I didn't know exactly what I wanted it to do, but I knew I wanted it to be something in line with words and what I currently was doing with calligraphy. And I was still kind of exploring all angles that, like, from that. But honestly, that conference was one of the best things to happen to me because it was an all-day thing. And when I was there, I was in line with two really fabulous ladies before we went in. And it was actually one of those ladies who suggested, she was like, have you thought of stationery? I was like, I actually really, I mean, yeah, but not tr- like a lot. Because I always, it was very, like, as much as I love paper, I've been very conscious of my use of all of it, just with the environment. That's something that's important to me. And so I even told her that. And she goes, well, have you thought about doing an eco-friendly paper business? I was like, I actually did not. That's actually a good point. Um, So that was, I think the first initial seed of Mm. starting an eco-friendly paper and planning business. And it was like all kind of leading up to this point. And then while at that conference, I actually met this really other incredible woman. Her name's Allison. And it was as women do, she was standing behind me in line. She was wearing these fabulous purple shoes. And I had to tell her they were fabulous, of course. <laughs> and from there on out, we've been like really good friends since. And it's been really incredible. Oh, but it meeting her there, we have continued the friendship and helped each other kind of grow because she's also an entrepreneur. She's a businesswoman, um, a health coach. And she is truly fabulous. Every time I talk with her, I leave feeling so inspired and just like filled with so much sunshine and yellow and just so much oh. good but it was a conversation with her. We were grabbing like smoothies after we went to a yoga class together here in New York and we were grabbing smoothies and very New York of us, of course, you know, and, um, <laughs> sounds very LA as well. Yeah. Where, I was say,
1: where did you go to the yoga class? I need to ask. Do you I
2: well, we went to Y seven down in the lower oh, side. Yeah.
1: We have it yeah. here too.
2: Yeah. I've never done a Y seven class before. That was my first time. And I definitely think my soul left my body at one point. It was totally, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, no, I was sweating more than I have in my whole life. I was like, oh, wow, wow, this is great. This is really good. I feel very relaxed and also very like cleansed, but everything hurts as well. It's It was a great feeling, you know, <laughs> but it was a conversation after this class with her and we were just talking about business and she, I told her, I was like, I want to change the name of words with Vic. I want something that like just sticks with people That sounds more professional. And at this point I was trying everything under the sun. I was probably about two, three months in of trying to figure out a name. And I like, one of my favorite colors is red. So I was like trying to, should I do something with Ruby Incorporated? Should I do something like keep the words aspect? Or if I want to do something green and eco-friendly, should I have that element into it? Mm -hmm. And it was during this conversation, she said something where it was pretty much like something, something word. She's like, but it doesn't matter wherever you are. And like, I was like, wait, wait, stop. What'd you say? And she repeated herself. I was like, wait, wait, words wherever. I was like, that's the name. And it was one of those like gut feeling. I'm like, it clicked. I was like, this is what I need to run with. I'm like, this sounds, it just rolls off the tongue. I like the WW. I, it was pretty much so because of her and meeting her at this conference that the name kind of came about. And I totally credit that to her because if I, I wouldn't have met her. I wouldn't have had that conversation. I'm sure I would have come up with something. But to me, it was just like one of those gut feelings. I'm like, this feels right.
0: Did you have have any product at that point? Or was it like, I'd wanna do something and here's
2: the name? It was kind of like, I wanna do something and here's the name. Cause it was October. Cause I officially launched product this year, uh, January 2021. And it was back Mm -hmm. in January. We officially changed the name of Words with Vic to Words Wherever, January 2020. So pretty much a year ago. It's been a year long journey from that the name. The
1: same
2: change? Instagram account? Yes. That's yes. amazing.
1: That's really cool. So I've
2: kept it all. And I've like archived some of the pairs because some of it, like I said, when I first started, it was something just to do for myself. And yeah. some of it was so atrocious, but I've kept some of it because it's memories, it's color. It's something yeah. I can look back on. And if you look at the account, it has these past few months, especially changed into more of sharing product and still sharing words and but having an element more of a business behind it. But if you go back even in December backwards, it's all calligraphy and all like color and street art mixed with my words and all of that. And I kept all that element because I it was a part of the journey. And I feel like that is still who I am. It's still a big part of me. And I wanted to keep that element on the account um, before even like when I decided I wanted to relaunch, I was like, no, I'm keeping all of this, but. Yeah, it was a year ago that I officially changed the name to Words Wherever. and that's when I was like, "This is the this is where I, I want to make eco friendly paper and planning like products. I want to do planners, I want to do notebooks, I want to do prints, I want to do anything that has to do with paper, but I want to do it in a way that is good for the environment, or the best way I can be for the environment." Yeah. And so it was, yeah, a year ago, January sixteenth. I remember the day that I officially changed the name on Instagram to Words Forever and yeah and it's been a year-long journey since trying to get to this point but a lot of so, cool. yeah. so
0: how did you start making the product like where did how did you find production like how did you find it yeah. the
1: friendly there's the eco-friendly. so many pieces. I want to know more about the eco-friendly I'm
0: thinking of yes. Mar-
1: marzipan we have a friend who will be would be like in love she's like all about anything that is environmentally friendly and also loves to write. So I'm like, oh, she would love this. Yeah. Oh my God.
2: Reasonable. Yes, send her my way, please. No, I <laughs> uh, I fully support that. I love anything that kind of can help the environment or environmentally conscious. Like, I try to support those businesses or look for those businesses when making purchases because for me, I mean, if I can even make a small impact, that's all I, I care about. Like, I know I'm just one person. But if I can make an impact not only in someone's small business, but if it's also helping the environment, I was like, I'm so here for that. That's all I want to do. And so when kind of trying to figure out my company, that's what I also wanted to do. So starting off, since I'm one person, I am bootstrapping this completely by myself. And it's I've been using a little bit of my savings to help with that. So we're kind of starting small right now. I keep saying we, it's just me. I think I've just gotten into this weird mindset <laughs> where I keep saying we, maybe I'm just like- no. Oh, that's
0: good. That's manifesting. It's yes, good. that's
2: what I keep saying. My one friend called Adopt one day. She was like, who's the, who's the we? And I'm like, oh, me and my <laughs> Um But I keep saying, I'm like, if I keep saying we eventually, hopefully, yeah. this will be a team people yeah so anyways I keep saying well you and I
0: are going to collaborate so that's we I would yeah that is
2: true I would love yeah we need to talk about that which we will Uh, we will talk because I do want to hear about like
0: we'll talk about that after I give you the droop test.
2: Actually yeah (laughs) that would be fabulous because I do need to we didn't know about more about that test but I also yeah I want to hear about your journey with planners and everything and because I just think that stuff is so fabulous just planners and paper and just also women owned businesses and yes businesses mm-hmm. that is what i am here for i'm so here for that that's another so you're way You're self
0: funding I- all of this
2: yeah so okay yeah let me so basically a year ago i when i decided i wanted to do this i was trying to figure out how can i keep a pl- element of planning involved because that is something that is very important to me i use a google calendar every day and i use a written planner every day girl of heart yeah oh yep. that's how i live i'm like okay i'm going to color code the whole schedule by day and i'm going to do all my to-dos on the paper and it's I love it. I'm so brings me so much joy, but I knew I wanted to keep an element of that, but I don't think I had the funds to have like a physical planner just yet. I'm hoping to come about that in June, maybe possibly, or sometime this year. That's one of uh, my short-term goals is to finish designing, get it in production and everything like that. But before that, I knew I at least wanted to have some sort of element of planning. So I came up with two, uh, notepads a weekly notepad and a daily notepad because I knew they would be kind of lower cost to produce rather than a physical book Mm -hmm. um but still kind of had the element of I actually like Granted, I know this is a podcast but like this is one of the the notepads it's just like a fun weekly layout where it has all the days of the week and then your to-dos you start with a weekly word but So that was a big thing. So kind of designing that, working on that. And then I also knew I wanted to have some prints in there. So I came up with three prints that really spoke, I feel like, to my values personally, but also what I wanted the company values to be. And that was one of our values is live colorfully. And that goes along with my synesthesia and like just how I want to see life in general, just very bubbly and fun and colorful. So that's actually one of our values and that's one of our prints. And the other two are, nevertheless, she persisted and then girl power too. Again, great quotes that I'm all just like about female empowerment and that I love and I wanted to incorporate. So we started small with three prints, the two um, like planning notepads and then I wanted to have some sort of notebook and their saddle stitch notebooks because I was also looking spiral versus saddle stitch and that was a big cost factor as well. So when kind of trying to figure out where to go with manufacturers. I thought, okay, I'm going to start here in New York. Um, I kind of, well, I took a step back and I was looking at my competitors, honestly. I like did a, did a full competitor analysis, a like, kind of industry analysis and figured out one, is this a smart business decision? Should I do this? Is there room for me in the market? And something I've learned and I stand behind, there's always room for everyone in any market, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Everyone's voice is unique yes. and different. Amen. And you can bring anything to anyone. So for me, I was like, even if it is a little bit of a saturated market, how can I make it different? How can I bring my own spin on it? Like, what can I do? So when I was looking into it, there are a decent amount of obviously planning paper companies. And then there are a decent amount of eco-friendly paper and planning companies. But what I, I didn't, I didn't see anything that was super, super colorful. And what I did see that was super colorful. It just didn't really speak to me. It was although beautiful, it was A lot going on, like a lot of icons. There were words on the front, and I wanted to create something that still had an element of color, but also something sleek. And you, anyone can bring anywhere. You can bring it in the boardroom, or you can put it in your purse on your way to like go pick up your kid from soccer practice. Like I wanted to make something for every woman that was sleek and fun, but still colorful, without that guilt. Without the if you have paper with you, it's something you feel good about using and buying Mm -hmm. and supporting. So I kind of was looking for green printers here in New York City and I reached out to a few manufacturers. I was looking into kind of what makes a product green um, in terms of printing and the three elements I saw was production, uh, the inks used, and then the paper. And when looking for manufacturers, I wanted to see that they were using like eco-friendly kind of uh, processes and production. Uh, productions. And then I wanted to make sure they were using soy-based inks. I wanted to make sure all the products were print with soy-based inks just because of, they're one of the best eco-friendly inks you can use. They're low in VOCs. They're just good to use in general. Um, if you want to go on the eco-friendly route of printing and a lot of I'm companies- gonna ask
0: have- a really uninformed question. Yes. What is
2: regular ink made from? Regular ink, I do have the answer to that because I, because I, that was the thing. I didn't know anything about any of this. Um, Regular ink is made actually with plastics, so it's like that's where makes it for the environment is there's elements of plastics in there, whereas soy-based inks and vegetable inks lack that. And so that's where they are better for the environment. And so with soy-based inks, um, something when I was doing research, I actually found out they do have low levels of VOCs, which reduces air pollution during the drying process. They are highly heat resistant, making it uh, laser proof and much safer to use for higher quality prints. And they do produce actually very lively and intense colors compared to other inks. So that's where I was like, this is where this is what I want to use when printing. Cause I was kind of between vegetable and soy-based. Um, but what really kind of got me was the intense fun color, like not fun, but the old vivid colors that soy-based inks produced. And so that's ultimately where I decided to run with it. But um, from my research and granted, I don't know everything and I'm still learning, but regular inks use an element of plastic. And so that's
1: something I would have never thought of. I ne- would have yeah. never known, would have never yeah. known.
2: And that's the thing, I didn't really know too much about any of this until,
1: right.
2: yeah, until looking into it really. And wow. I'm still learning, like I said, a ton. I have so much to soak up and grasp and everything with that. But is the but that
0: price was, difference a, intense between regular and soy?
2: I don't think, I'm not a huge difference. It, I think years ago from what I like looked into, there is a price difference because soy-based is better produced there is definitely a price difference but years ago it was a lot bigger of a price difference whereas now soy-based inks are more common and actually a I lot of it. companies when i looked into it utilize soy-based inks more so than we realize they don't maybe broadcast it um like a lot of companies and that's an element that they've switched to just to make their company more eco-friendly or sustainable in a way that um it
1: gives me lots of hope that's awesome yes
2: which i love that i mean i what I, I'm like I don't know why they don't market it more, yeah. but I, because I when I saw that I was like I said I went into my competitors and then I went into the eco friendly competitors, but even the non considered non eco friendly companies that produce paper or planning type of materials, most of them utilize some sort of soy based ink. They might not hundred percent use mm-hmm. soy based inks, and that's where okay. maybe they don't. Qualifier, right, right. Market themselves as eco friendly, but they yeah. use some sort of soy based. So, which I love because cool. I'm also like, we're on a track. And that's where I think more so now it is the price difference is a lot closer, I feel like, from what I've looked into than years ago in years past, because they are more readily available and more widely used. So, because of that, I think prices have kind of tightened up between the both. Um that being said, the regular ink, like ones using like plastic and everything, are definitely cheaper and sometimes more feasible for a company to use. Right. But hmm. but that's what that was a big element for me was what kind of ink am I going to use? How can I make it what what is the best ink I can use to make a product eco-friendly? Um, so that's where I was like, okay, soy-based inks. And then on the other side was paper. And obviously I I really want to use, I'm want to get to the point where I'm using as close to hundred percent recycled paper as possible. And that's where I'm hoping with like next products. That's, I get a little bit higher each time, but like I said, I'm bootstrapping this myself, kind of self-funding this. So right now all of our paper is only 30% recycled, which is small, but it's something. And that's where right. I kind of go back. I, you have to start somewhere. And I keep telling myself that, and even using 30% recycled, I'm still making a small impact in a way. So oh,
1: totally. Yeah.
2: So that's where I'm like, okay, I, I want to get to the point where the next product I'm hoping to get maybe to 50 or 70%. And if I can get higher and higher, that's even better. And it's where
0: you are right now. And like how incredible that like you are honest about that.
2: Yeah. 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 I was like on my, if you look on my website, it's literally in our value or, um, the about page, I have like recycled paper. And then I have like our promises to, to keep continuously using like looking for the best prop like paper product um all of it all the inks and everything and and i have like blog posts kind of initially when i launched i wanted to fully disclose with everyone like what our products are made from where we got them how we go about producing them and then on the flip side i did a whole little blog post on like our packaging and all of our packaging is eco-friendly in some sort of way we utilize eco-friendly companies um because that was also a big element when I was trying to figure out like how to design everything and order business cards and thank you cards and boxes and how can I make it as eco friendly as possible. But on those posts, I I mean, in the one blog post, it does say like currently we use thirty percent recycled paper, and that is something small we're doing, and we want to continue to grow and get to as close to one hundred percent recycled paper as we physically can while mm-hmm. producing the best quality type of products for our right. customers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wanted to be honest with it. Cause that was the thing. I, I want to let people know, like I'm doing what I can and I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure this out where I can, but I had to start somewhere and I had to start. Yeah, somewhere. You, and as, you, yeah.
0: you could have easily said recycled paper because it is, mm-hmm. right? but I think that that just adds so much integrity to the company. Yeah. Really, I feel like that's transparency. Res-
2: yes. Transparency yeah. is a big thing. I'm, if you know me personally, I'm, sometimes too honest. I tell everyone everything. And sometimes my roommates are like, we we did not want to know that. That's okay. You did not have to share that. But that was actually a value back in college. I would like a small little thing. I was a, a president of my business fraternity. And when I was trying to figure out values for our executive board and what I wanted to carry into that journey that year, one of the biggest values was transparency. And I learned like so much during that time. And it's, sometimes it's hard to be transparent. Sometimes that's where I learned you're not going to please everyone, but mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. if
2: you can be as honest as possible and as, uh, genuine, that's where I'm looking, as genuine mm-hmm. as possible. Like, you know, it all kind of works out and you can get people behind you and you kind of figure it out. But that was the biggest thing is I wanted, I didn't want to mislead anyone though. We are only using, we, I would like to classify myself right now as an eco-friendly paper and planning company. Cause I do want to continue to grow that element and use the best most recycled products that I can we had to start small and it's like we yeah. had to start just with costs and everything of course I could really yeah. do 30 and but I also want to let Great. people know like hey I classify right now myself as a eco-friendly paper and planning company because I made sure I used like good processes being printed um soy-based inks and I am using recycled paper maybe not to the the level that I want to personally, or maybe you even are looking for either, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there someday. We will hit hit that point. But I wanted to be very open and honest with the products that people were buying, that they knew that about the product. Um, but yeah, slowly, but surely hopefully going to continue to grow that, but that is so cool. Well, how, how's it
1: going since you just launched product? How are your sales and how are, how's the response?
2: Honestly, it's been really fabulous. So I launched uh, not even two weeks ago, two weeks ago? Yeah, about two weeks ago on the 19th. I wanted to launch as close to that uh, January 16th day as possible because that's when I renamed everything as Words Forever. Um, but honestly, it's been so fabulous. Like sales, I, we've hit, I hit my goal for January, which is really cool to see. I had a small like- Congratulations. Week. That's, that's amazing. amazing. It was a small goal, but like I knew I had to start somewhere. Um, yeah. But I think that sales uh, sales aside, just the kind words that I've received from people and people I haven't talked to even in a few years or family, friends, or like just people that I never even would have kind of thought would reach out, just saying, Hey, this is incredible. We've been following your journey for a little while. You inspire us every day, or your words really mean a lot to us. And it just, we love this journey and thank you for sharing this. And we're really proud of you, or we're really excited to see where this goes. Like just the support that I've gotten from people has been overwhelmingly amazing. I was not prepared for it. I it was it was in a good it was such a good feeling it was so the site is stunning
0: it is oh, absolutely stunning and oh. so the, the way that i found you was in um our high school alumni email and i never read those ever mm-hmm. but i think i was just bored that day and like what do they have to say and then i saw like someone started a a company and, and I'm always thinking of like people we can have on the show. And I clicked on it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. It's so beautiful. I was so impressed that I stalked the crap out of it to find your information. And Ava, Ava doesn't even know this. And I found her cell phone number and I texted her. No, yes. you did not. <laughs> oh I my found God. it. Sounds yeah. like Jen. And I was and like, I yeah. was like I this is incredible. This is something that like I've always wanted to do. I need to know everything. We're going to collaborate, not when we are, and um, like I was just so blown away. I'm like, we need to talk to her because aside from the product and all of that, the marketing side and the design and the website. I mean, Ava has her own site, and that's no joke. Like, how did you do all that part? Like, all the
1: did website. Did someone do it for you or did you do your say yourself?
2: So I actually had someone, I worked with someone. So that was where I struggle with delegating. I recognize that is probably one of my biggest weaknesses. I feel like I have to take everything on and do it myself. And that's always something I've struggled with. And when this past year, looking at the to-do list of everything I wanted to accomplish personally and grow uh, in knowledge of, but also create and do... I realized I know nothing about creating a site. I have in my head the vision, and I worked with this absolutely fabulous woman. Her name's Jennifer Bianco. I'm gonna ch- shout her out here because she she's so great and she's so talented. And she's a she was someone. It was I always believe in just like the universe kind of. I'm, I don't want to sound too woo woo, but like I'm definitely a universe believer. And you, we meet people who are supposed to, and the universe kind of sends us people. Kind of like you said, you never read the newsletter, and it was just yeah. that, I was, I happened to be in it and I I got your text. I was like, so excited. You can ask like my roommates. I text everyone like, oh my God, guys, someone actually reached out to me. I was over the moon. I freaked out. I was, oh, I was so excited. So first off, thank you. This was... (laughs) i'm I glad was, i could I'm so glad so my stocking got put to good use oh my god completely i i well i saw your email and i was like just about to respond and i got your text I'm, like even better i'm like this is But awesome. you emailed her
0: and you texted her oh
1: my god yep <laughs> so course, to back we did. to back <laughs> just, <laughs> just in case just, just in, in case
2: you lost
0: in, in you know just yeah i
2: somewhere. mean you know sometimes <laughs> emails like they, they they pile up we all have like multiple emails going on sure. i get it no it was, was
0: ridiculous even i have like
2: five each yeah. That's where I'm at. Like three. And you can ask my roommate. I was like, I really need, that's my goal this weekend is to condense my emails and my calendars. Cause I have like Ugh. my personal Google yeah. calendar and then my like, words, Google calendar. I'm like, no, these need totally. to come together Yep. because we are all over the place at the moment. Yep. But, Same. And
1: then I have my Calendly situation. Jen and I have that Yeah. booking and then, yeah, it's, I have it's, like planally for my more.
2: posts. I have, oh my goodness. Right, it's, right, right, right. There's so, so much that goes on. I'm like, okay, we need to condense and bring this all together. But yeah, so it was it was one of those universe moments that I was scrolling through Instagram and I don't even remember following this woman or how she kind of came above on my page. And it was literally her post was taking on new clients for starting a like a website business. And I was like, wait, what? Because I was kind of thinking about working with a web designer because I was like, I could probably figure out how to build a website. That being said, it's not going to look probably that good. It, I know nothing about coding or... A lot. I mean, Squarespace does have templates, but again, I, there was so much I don't know and still don't know. And I do want to eventually learn, but it was kind of a weird moment. Cause it was in within a week that I decided, Hey, I, you know what? I want to utilize someone. I want to utilize, um, someone's help to build this website. And like I said, I was scrolling and she, it was a post that was just like, yep. Taking on new clients. I'm a brand new business. And I was like, wait, what's, what is this? So then I kind of similarly stalked her. I went through all of her pages. I found her email and I learned she was actually someone who did calligraphy. That used to be like her and it's still oh. part of her one of her businesses, but she did start doing web design. And since she was still new and learning, her prices were very hold on that.
0: I lost you for a second.
2: Yeah. So just to wrap it up, but basically I found her. Kind of the timing was perfect and the budget was even better. And since she was new, her prices were, um, she was like offering half off pretty much. Wow. wow. It's
1: expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
2: Well, that's the thing. That's where I talked to one woman who super talented. I would love to work with her someday. But when she kind of gave me the quote, I was like, oh, unfortunately, I, as, I'm i so sorry, but I I can't afford this. And it was like one of those like really hard things to say because- yeah but truthfully, it was like, I can't, I can't do this. And that kind of goes back with like product and I'll jump into that in 30 seconds. I'll, I like I feel like I'm all over the place. Oh, I can definitely talk everyone's ear off, but I found Jen and she has been a godsend. She is absolutely perfect. I told her, we set up a meeting. I told her, these are my visions. These are, I gave her pretty much all the colors I want to use my branding. I did my own little like media kit branding thing. And I was like, that's like, where I found is- your phone number. Yes. Yeah, that was about that. But I pretty much told her I was like, this is the idea I want to go with. These are the the logos. These are the colors. Um, this is what the product looks like. Cause at this point, I've already designed the product and it was already like at the manufacturer. It was just like I needed a site. Yeah. And I was like, this is the timeline. Like, is it doable? She's like, oh my gosh, definitely. Like, we'll knock this out. And what was really great about her is she kind of, I gave her kind of free reign to kind of run with things. But I also was like, I want it to be very colorful, yet sleek and fun and relatable, but not too like kitschy. And there would be times she'd come to me with a page and I was like, I like, and I didn't want to hurt her to feel like, I really like it. But, and then on my iPad, I had, I used Procreate to like design and do the hand lettering. And I would like kind of sketch out what I wanted to look like. So we worked really hand in hand. Like I had, what was really great about her is she, I had the vision and then she would kind of, implement it and make it come to life. And she added her own sort of spins and call outs with a few things. I was like, this is a beautiful idea. Like for example, the, um, on all the pages, there's like kind of a slash of color, like running through the page. And that's what mirrors the notebooks. Like our notebooks have this like slash of They're color. They're so pretty. They're so and, beautiful. I know let's thank add you. to the stack. Like oh <laughs> seriously. The support is just so great here. I love it. But it was yeah, because of her, she was like, Yep, we're gonna do that. We're incorporate elements of what the product looked like kind of in the website. I'm like, I'm here for that. I, that. I love that. And then just kind of the layout. I was like, this is kind of like how I see it and what I wanted to look like. And she did. She made this vision that if you saw my bedroom wall, it was actually kind of funny. There was one night where I sketched out what I wanted every page to look like, and I just slapped it up on my bedroom wall back in like August, I believe. And I kind of sent her pictures of them. Like, this is kind of what I want the direction. And she was like, yep, let's do it. So we worked together for the past month, month and a half up until launch. And she made my vision come to life and it looked absolutely fabulous. And I'm super in love with it and how she kind of implemented it. But it was exactly what I was picturing in my head, something just fun and colorful. And if it wasn't for her, I don't think it would look half as good as it does. Cause it was because of her that it is so beautiful. And I, I'm just, oh, I'm so grateful for her. Cause that she was knows such, what she's doing. She truly yeah. does. And she was like, she even said, she was like, you're my first website I've ever done from scratch. I was like, ma'am, like, are you sure? Wow. Because, yeah, That's amazing. She truly, truly killed it. And it was such a, she did such a good job, but so yeah, I utilized her, um, but everything else pretty much besides her and the manufacturer was kind of anything self-taught I learned in college. And from there, I was just kind of figuring out where we I'm still figuring things out. And every day I feel like I'm learning something new. I'm actually like in a cyber security class right now. Cause I didn't even think of cybersecurity and how I would need to like have that on a website or like implement that. And so, so just like little things like that, I'm trying to self-teach totally. myself at the moment, but but yeah, so then on the flip side with the, cause I know this was a question, um, like how I found a manufacturer was long story short, as I was looking here in New York and the prices just weren't kind of what I needed. And I was like, ugh, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to fund this, figure this out, um, i'll figure it out it'll come together it's just like they weren't that's where i thought you know what why don't i look in cleveland i'm from cleveland let's support a cleveland business so i actually went on the fsc i never get it right it's just like the forest service thing. don't quote me on that but it's pretty much that they if you have that certification it shows that you utilize good paper recycled paper um your processes are all pretty sustainable or on that route and so i combed through their website they actually have a um kind of catalog of every company they work with that has the certification so I went through every so yeah I went smart. through yeah which I wish I'd even think about it kind of it was one of those things that I was just like kind of googling and piecing through and I stumbled upon it I was like oh this is a gold mine this is fabulous and so and this is where again it goes back to how that I feel like the universe kind of plays in everything I actually called it was a Tuesday I called like four Cleveland companies and no one was answering and it wasn't like lunchtime it wasn't too late in the day. It was like 3 PM and no one was answering. I'm like, this is so strange. Like what, like several companies in a row. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to try one more company. And then I'm like, give up. I'm just going to not give up, but I'll try another day. Yeah. And it was actually that last company who I really liked what they had to offer on their website. Um, everything that they're about. And it was something of interest of mine, their company and the processes they use, they use soy based inks. They used good paper. I was like, we aligned on all that. And so I actually called and I'm talking to the guy on the phone. And what's really funny is one of my really good childhood best friends, I actually went to Padua with her. And then I went to grade school with her as well. And we've stayed in touch my whole life. And I'm talking to this guy and he has a very distinct voice. And I, at the end of the call, I was like, by the way, I never caught your name. He's like, oh yeah, this is Tony. And I'm like, hi, Tony, you don't happen to have a daughter named Mackenzie, do you? He's like, yeah. I was like, Tony, it's Vicky. Cause I, when I was a kid, everyone used to call me Vicky. But turns out it was my best friend's since like grade school's dad who Oh I didn't even my know. God. Like, yeah, I didn't even oh know worked at printing. And it was one of those, like, again, I feel like universe moments that all these other companies no weren't me really. answering. And right. then finally someone answered and yeah. it ended up being, of all people, my best friend's dad. And it was kind of it was really funny. But because of that, he was so sweet during the process. And he actually educated me on a lot of different things I didn't know about. And I really am grateful for him and his help, but that's how I finally was like, this is the manufacturer. It was one of those gut feelings again, like coming up with the name where I was like, this is right. This is where I need to go. This is the direction. Um, so I worked with their company back in Cleveland, um, constantly on the phone, sending PDFs. So we were going back and forth, um, using their graphic designers to help help me kind of fix a few things up. Um, but yeah, and then they ultimately, they printed all the product and we figured out sizing what works. Um, what I was kind of looking for. And then we figured out cost and everything that played a big factor into it as well. Cause Cleveland mm-hmm. was definitely a lot more, a lot more affordable than New York prices. Like, love, I love New York, a but up. that little bit,
0: but I have um, a feeling that it'll be more affordable than the ones I looked at in LA.
2: Probably. No, well, that was like my big <laughs> thing. Like, I looked everywhere. And that's where I'm also still like on this journey of looking for manufacturers and like, as I really love Tony's company and I do want to continue working with them, but I like one of the competitors I like have been following and I I do admire quite a bit and it's another woman owned business. And I really enjoy her message and everything she uses, like an overseas uh, manufacturer. And I haven't found the exact one, but I know like through my research. So now I'm like looking into like overseas, like what is that something I still want to align with, like with values and everything. But I mean, cost plays a big factor into that. I'm like, well, it could be, I could still get eco-friendly products for a lot more affordable, like overseas. But honestly, Cleveland was a step in the right direction because one, I was supporting a local business from where I grew up, but also it was, it was a lot more probably, yeah, than LA, New York, especially. I was like, <laughs> but like, I feel like as much as I love these cities, they're just so, but I'll never leave. Oh gosh, no, I will never leave. You'll um, never leave New York. No, I do. I love New York. I don't know. Maybe I'll move like abroad someday. We'll see. But, but the thing I like, I, you guys probably love LA so much. It's probably the same feeling. Like these cities yeah. are just so. Yeah.
1: they have their. I love New York. New York holds a special place in my heart.
2: How long did you live in New York?
1: I was only there for a year, but I spent a lot okay. of time there because I'm from Boston, right outside of Boston. Oh, so okay. I was there several times a year, every year, yeah, throughout, Wait, that's my, awesome. throughout my my childhood. Yeah, but I lived there like for a, a full year on my own. Yeah, and, and when I was
2: dancing. that's awesome. Were you like there when in your twenties or like? I was nineteen. You were nineteen. Oh my goodness. I was nineteen.
1: I was dancing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh I'm my a god. So I was dancing. I left college to to pursue dance.
2: That yeah, is so absolutely dancing. amazing. Yeah. That is so yeah. fabulous. Oh my gosh. I That's know. Probably it was so like cool. living the
1: dream. When I- <laughs> well, speaking,
2: <laughs> speaking of age, did we mention how young you are yet? I don't think so. Yeah. So I'm 23. Um, I'll be 24 at the end of February here. I've got 20, oh, 24 more days. Happy early Which but-
0: is, it's just so incredible that someone that is so young has launched a company and a successful company. And not only mm-hmm. just like, by itself, but it's sustainable and it has integrity and like, it's just really inspiring to see that you didn't have necessarily the knowledge at first, but then you figured it out and you made sure that you got the knowledge. Yeah. Yes. You know, you you. weren't like, I don't know. I can't do that next.
2: Right. Which most people would do. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. I, I, That was the biggest thing. Well, I feel like that's how I was in college for a sec. I was like, I know nothing about this. And it was kind of that not imposter syndrome, but I was like, well, I don't know anything about this. Uh like I shouldn't, I I I have no right to start anything. And I think that kind of goes back to someone just saying, hey, like just get going. Like, yeah. That's how anyone starts a business or a project or anything. Everyone starts not knowing and you have to just get started. And that's kind of where I where I was. And I was like, this is something of interest of mine. And it's kind of now or never. And it kind of goes back to in the times around right now in the pandemic, like I have had more free time and I was like, this is the time to do it. You have the time. Yes. You're not obviously going out we're in a pandemic. So it's like your weekends are now filled with this and it was something to do. But yeah, it was, this was just like the timing kind of worked out. But, but thank you for the kind words. I appreciate yeah, it. I'm amazing. trying. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still so much. Oh gosh. But this life, I feel like Life, if you're not learning, if you're not still continuously growing every day or learning something new every day, you're just staying stagnant. That's what I believe in. And that's truly like, and that's some one of our another one of our values is find growth in every day. I truly believe every day comes with a learning opportunity. And even something super small, like I learned how to, like, this is so small, but like pour like French press coffee the other day for the first time, like just little things, like finding mm-hmm. growth in every day, finding something new and exciting. Um, But yeah, that's that's all this journey is. Is I don't know everything, and I barely know. I'm sure a tip of the iceberg with starting (laughs) a company, running a company, eco. I've got so much to learn on sustainability and. But you're doing it. That's the biggest thing. The work. Yes, figuring it out every day, learning something Mm -hmm. new. That's all I I, all I can ask of myself, and I'm sure all my like customers or people following can ask of me because I'm one person and I'm trying to figure it out. And if I'm utilizing every day to get better or grow in my knowledge. That's all, that's all I can expect of myself and hope people expect of me pretty much. But that leads
0: to our final question. Question. Okay. Ava. How
1: can we be better? How can people in general collective, like how can people be better in if, like if one, 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 one way? Team?
2: Yeah. That's a great question. Um, I think it is utilizing every day to make a small impact or make a change or finding that growth opportunity, kind of what I mentioned just a few seconds ago. I Even as something small of doing a research on a new company that's eco-friendly or learning how you can be better personally or taking that step of asking for help, because I know that's super mm-hmm. hard sometimes to do is asking for help or taking that initial step to get help or anything of that sort. But I feel like that's how people can be better is just kind of one step at a time, one day at a time, because we are, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon of a lifetime and a beautiful lifetime. And that's all I think people can do to be better is one day at a time, looking for any opportunity to grow and learn and not only bettering themselves, but bettering the environment around them. And there's so many ways to do that. It's everyone's personal journey on how they choose to do that. But taking that initial step to do day by day. Well said. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Vic. Thank you guys. Come back. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. This is so fabulous. I had so much fun. (laughs) Thank
1: Thank you.
0: Original music by Dave
2: Zup.